final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. The Cougars put up a fight, but in the end, 16th-ranked Gonzaga gets the win over the Cougars, 88-81. to Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Cougars fall by seven. The record now 16-12 and overall. Conference record now 6-7. and Next week, two more games. They'll have one at home and then one on the road. The First game will be Thursday at home against Santa Clara. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock Mountain Time at the Marriott Center. We'll have pregame coverage beginning at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. And then after that, Cougars out on the road. They will head to Moraga a week from tonight to take on number 15, St. Mary's. Let's update you on other action tonight. Locally, we will start in Ogden. Weaver State losing at home to Montana, 74-69, the final score. Utah Valley hosting Southern Utah tonight. The Wolverines get the seven-point victory over the T-Birds, 90-83, Utah Valley victorious. Utah Tech losing at home, 75-71 to Tarleton. Tonight up on the hill, the University of Utah defeating their rival Colorado, 73-62. And San Jose State gets the win at home, taking down Utah State, 69-64. West Coast Conference action. Everything is a final in the conference. Number 15, St. Mary's winning on the road in Portland tonight, 81-64. Santa Clara gets the home win over LMU by 2, 71-69. Broncos victorious. San Francisco defeats Pepperdine on the hilltop, 88-80. And Pacific wins in Stockton over the visiting Toreros of San Diego, 99-94. Top 25 action. Number 5, Texas wins at home over West Virginia in Big 12 action, 94-60. Number 10, Marquette gets the road win at Georgetown, 89-75. St. John's upsets 20th-ranked Providence, 73 to 68, NC State gets the 30-point victory at Boston College, 92 to 62. Number nine, Kansas, winning at Oklahoma, 78 to 55. Number three, Alabama gets the road win at Auburn, 77 to 69. It was number 23, Creighton, defeating number 21, UConn, 56 to 53. Very low-scoring game in that one. Number 24, Rutgers, was uh, on the road at Illinois. The Illini getting the win, 69 to 60. It took overtime, but number eight, Virginia, defeats Duke, 69-62. Baylor on top of TCU, 72-68. Number 25, San Diego State gets the win at home over UNLV, 82-71. Missouri heads to Knoxville and knocks off number six, Tennessee, 86-85. Oklahoma State, another upset. Down goes number 11, Iowa State, 64-56. Number 18, Indiana winning at Michigan by a single point, 62-61. Texas Tech defeating number 12, K-State, 71-63. Miami over Louisville, 93-85. And Stanford defeating number 4, Arizona, 88-79. And the final top 25 score of the evening, number 7, UCLA heads to Eugene. They get the win over the Oregon Ducks, 70 263. We'll take a break, come back, get you some more scores, including BYU women's basketball hosting LMU at the Marriott Center. Cougars fall 
to the Zags, 88-81 at the Kennel. Back with more Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Gonzaga 88, BYU 81. The Cougars' last matchup against the Zags in Spokane comes in defeat. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. The loss drops BYU a spot in the conference standings. They began the night in fifth place now in sixth in the WCC with a conference record of six and seven. St. Mary's still atop the conference at 11 and one. Gonzaga now 10 and two. St. Mary's, who BYU will host on Thursday, is in the third spot at 7-5. and five. LMU fourth at 7-6. and six. And Pacific now a game ahead of BYU at 6-6. Six and six. Earlier today at the Marriott Center, BYU women's basketball hosting LMU. And this was all Cougars from the get-go. BYU snapping a three-game losing streak. They defeat the Lions 67-42. Also, Softball wrapping up their first series of the season, wrapping up play in the Puerto Vallarta College Challenge. They end it in commanding fashion, 10-1 victory over North Dakota State, and the good vibes continue. Men's volleyball takes down UCSB three sets to one tonight at the Smith Fieldhouse. One NBA note for you, the Jazz continuing their four-game road trip after a win last night in Toronto. They were in New York City taking on the Knicks tonight. Jazz fall to New York, 126-120. to After the break, we'll get you back to the kennel for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU falls to Gonzaga, 88-81. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Okay. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bingo Tires Cougar Post Game Live wrapping up from courtside here at the Kennel in Spokane. Final score number 16, Gonzaga 88 and BYU 81. Valiant effort comes up short. The Zags turn it on in the second half, especially by getting to the free throw line early and often made their final 20 tries from the stripe and win it by seven. Time now for our postgame honorees. We'll start with our Waystar, star of the game, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. Spencer Johnson. Co-leader in BYU with scoring at 17 points and a new career high for Spencer. Seven assists, seven of BYU's 15 helpers on the night. Spencer Johnson, 17 points, seven assists, and three rebounds is our Waystar star of the game. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery of the Game, brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you discover in the box score for a data discovery? We talked about Gonzaga being very good in the last five minutes at the 421 timeout. Gonzaga was 3 for 15 from the three-point line, then made 3 out of 4 from 3. They were down 4 rebounds to BYU and ended up out-rebounding BYU by 1. So 1 to 5 in the last 4.5 minutes on the boards, and that's how Gonzaga gets it done. That'll do it for the Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live portion of our broadcast. The BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's 
time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to the kennel here in Spokane, Washington, the McCarthy Athletic Center. We'll start with our economics partner's valuable stat of the game. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked so. It's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. And uh, tough not to look at uh, the foul and free throw disparity in this game as uh, they were heavily uh, advantaging Gonzaga on this night. Uh, BYU whistled for 28 fouls to Gonzaga's 14, and BYU took 12 free throws to Gonzaga's 34. BYU 11 for 12 at the stripe to Zags 26 for 34, and that is the economics partner's valuable stat of the game. BYU really gave the Zags a heck of a game twice this year, really. 88-81 uh, is our final as the Zags win it as BYU falls to 16-12 and 12 on the year, 6-7. and seven. In the West Coast Conference, the Zags go to 21-5 and 10-2 and and in WCC play. So as Jason noted a moment ago, uh, the WCC standings, the latest up-to-the-minute WCC standings show uh, St. Mary's with a one-game lead over the Zags. St. Mary's 11-1, Gonzaga 10-2, Santa Clara 7-5, LMU 7-6, Pacific 6-6, six six, BYU a half game back of the Tigers in sixth at 6-7. Six Again, seeds one and two get the triple by. Seeds three and four, the double by. Seeds five and six, a single by. And seeds seven, eight, nine, ten play on the first night of the conference tournament in Las Vegas. And right now, the seven, eight, nine, and ten seeds are San Francisco, Portland, San Diego, and Pepperdine. BYU sitting for the time being in the six hole and in a Friday play spot at the WCC tournament. So, BYU will head home, take on Santa Clara on Thursday, and then visit St. Mary's next Saturday. One more home game after that, and three conference games remain. As we're back courtside, it is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mark Pope, putting on the headset. And, uh, and Coach, I know the end, a, the end result is, is probably what you're maybe most focused on. I don't know. Are you? Because, gosh darn it, you gave the Zags the kind of game you need to give them to have a shot, and you're right there. And I know it hurts, but man alive, coming off what you did Thursday, I think there's some pride involved in how your guys responded. Heck of a game tonight. Not feeling that, Coach? No. Um, yeah, it's just too soon, right? It's just, um, I mean, I'm just going to give you a bunch of cliche quotes. Well, I'm super proud of our guys. You know, they're, they're playing hard. Um, you know, they were fully invested tonight. Um, we're growing. And um, it just is just incredibly, incredibly painful. But, um, you know, with some perspective, we'll, we'll, we'll be um, – you know, just probably take me a few more minutes to wrap my head around it. Um, what what frustrated you most about about tonight's game and not getting a result? Well, not getting a result. I mean, this is a results-based sport, right? And so we're just having the same post-game conversation we have every single game, and that's just it's incredibly frustrating. And it's it's um and and uh, you know you, we play this game to get results we're here to get results that's why we're here and so uh, the baseline that's that's where all of the frustration comes from our guys are learning they're growing and it, it's just it's just it's a it's a beautiful process and it is so wildly painful um, and it's so emotional and um, 
and and you know credit i love coaching these kids so much right now and and we are going to write an incredible story over the next few years and all this pain that we're going through right now is going to be the opening chapters i wish it wasn't quite so many chapters but like in the middle of it it just is incredibly painful that's the way it's supposed to be like these guys are earning this pain it's going to be emblazoned on their souls forever and it's it's what's going to make them chippy enough to to grab a defensive rebound in the last three minutes so that you can win a game it's just how you learn you know you 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 either get to you know either get to do it by but you know by being surrounded by veteran guys you got to get to learn in a safe space you just put a bunch of young guys out there and they all have to learn together and that's what we have right now is a bunch of really really special really really courageous young guys that are that are learning just massively mind-numbingly painful lessons and and it's going to pay off it just you know we just got to keep forging through maybe we could talk a little bit about a strategy that i thought worked well um you know, Gonzaga's a team that throws a lot of size at you. You went with the Tiki early. You played Foose and a Tiki together. You played trading a lot. Noah in there. I thought all those guys did a nice job bringing some size and, and made a difference in this game because it seems like Gonzaga, that they, they wanted to force it down your throat a little bit. And you, I think you guys withstood that nicely. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a <laughs> – we um, – yeah, I need to, I need to get to a point where I'm playing those guys on the floor consistently. They would have played on the floor a lot a lot more tonight had there not yeah. been such extreme foul issues. It's just like they didn't really get a chance to play on the floor very much. And um, you know the, the line, you know it kind of that lineup faltered for us. I probably need to make a change down the stretch. Surprisingly, because we couldn't rebound the ball late. Um, but but you know that's that is the that is us of the future, right? Uh, college basketball is not a is not a it's not a template right now where we where we build for the future. Nobody builds for the future. It's just too painful. Nobody's patient enough. It just doesn't work, and and you don't win young. And so, but we are in that process. We're doing this a little bit different, and 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 man, we're taking the hits right now. But you know, there's gonna be, there's gonna come a time not too distant in the future where where Foose and Atiki on the floor is gonna be a mainstay for who we are, and they're gonna be they're gonna bully teams like we got bullied tonight. And and it's just you know we just we just are, we just are finding our way through that process. And so I'm incredibly, incredibly encouraged about what these guys are becoming. I, I, I can't tell you how encouraged I am about what they're becoming. And we got to, you know, we, we, we were hoping to spend more time looking at that tonight. But we spent as much time as we could. And, and, and clearly there are some positive things, that some positive signs where, where we look down the road and think that it's going to be better. But, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's an L. BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continues with Coach Pope after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Number 16, Gonzaga. Beats BYU 88 to 81. Final score here tonight at the Kennel. This is not a setup, but it has to be asked because the numbers beg the question. And I'm going to preface it by saying, beyond the vagaries of officiating, which can vary from game to game, beyond that, were there things tactically coached that either BYU and Gonzaga were doing or not doing that lead to the overwhelming disparities in the numbers? 28 fouls to BYU, 14 for Gonzaga, 34 free throws for the Zags to 12 for BYU. Were there things on the floor that say, well, that's what's going to happen in this kind of game? I don't know the answer to that. I'm not sure. I was, you know, having that conversation with the the officials the whole game, um, just asking for some clarification. And 
Um, it's a hard job. Um, and so, you know, if, if you think about it schematically, I, I, I really – it's hard for me to know exactly. Um, you know, it seemed like there were verticality calls that were very different on both sides. It was verticality plays. Um, it seemed like there were uh, chances um, making – uh, making plays on the ball that were seemed very similar on both sides of the ball and, and were interpreted different. Uh, um, you know, it, it definitely seemed like um, uh, the physicality on the glass was interpreted in different ways uh, and, and wildly uh, different in the post. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's a part where, you know, it's always a learning process and, and um, you know, obviously it goes without saying that the frustration is through the roof on that. But, um, you know, the day that we start counting on uh, referees to save us in the game of basketball is the day that you might as well hang it up because it just the game just doesn't work. That's not a slam on referees. It's not. But, but you know, you need to control the things you need to control. And what we need to do is we need to not give up three offensive rebounds in the waning, you know, three minutes of the game. Uh, we, need to, we need to win a rebound. And we need to do whatever it takes to win that rebound. And that's, um, you know, that is a beautiful learning experience for our guys um, that they are going to um, – and it's, this is, you know, these, these lessons aren't just one-time conversations. For young guys that, that don't – they look around, it's not like they have somebody on the roster to lean on. Um, they're just making this up as they go along. And, and for young guys, like, they got a lesson tonight and that, you know – there's a thousand factors in a game, but a game down the stretch can hinge on on your ability to 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 win a defensive rebound. Um, it's not the only factor in the game. Like I said, there's a million, but like, but that can be a deciding factor in a deciding moment. And 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 understanding what it takes that a box out actually feels way different with 90 seconds left than it does maybe 90 seconds into the game. And the physicality required in that play and maybe the foul required in that play is 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 multiplied uh, tenfold and you know there's so much going on in the gym um you know it might seem like an easy concept but there's so much that these guys are thinking about and taking and dealing with and as, as well as the the momentum and pressure of the moment and um, to be able to lock in on the thing that's most important in the moment when it's most important that's a that's that's a that's a that's a lesson that you learn over time and and certainly a lesson that our guys um, are going to learn like i mean come on how how, how encouraging are these young guys like how encouraging were Fus and Atiki tonight, and how first encouraging were Dallin Hall and Jackson uh, tonight? And Noah, as a young player, uh, actually, I was I was super proud of his, you know, the fact yeah. that he he is fighting, uh, you know, s- s- some uh, a bunch of things, and and um, you know, so um, it just it just you know it's back to the same thing. So I'm trying to get off the referee thing because because if I live there too long, I'll lose my mind. Spencer Johnson was terrific, 17, uh, seven assists. I thought the assist number was much better tonight, 15 for the team against Gonzaga. I think that's a solid number. But I want to talk about Spencer. You know, crazily enough, he only has one foul. He's been a little bit foul trouble, but I think you're just a better team with him on the floor. Did you talk about him? You don't want to handcuff him because he's such a, an aggressive defender, but he needs to be on the floor. Have, you talked about maybe being a little bit more careful not to pick up those fouls so he can be on the floor helping the team. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, my only problem with Spence in the second half was I played him. I played him 20 minutes. I finally got him out of the game with like four and a half minutes left, and he was clearly just a little fatigue. And he's, you know, he's getting drilled. Like, um, you know, you talk about the physicality of the game and and um, the screens away from the ball or the the screens on handoffs. Um, they were vicious and super physical, and and I think technically textbook uh, completely illegal. Um, but you know, it, it, listen, it's 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 the nature of the game. I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not making a commentary on the refs. I'm making a commentary on Spence's durability. Um, I thought he was unbelievable, but he got tattooed all night long. Um, you know, on the on the wide screens to the middle, um, sometimes dribble handoff, whatever. And and um, he, he's he's clearly been playing great basketball for us on both sides of the ball. And um, you know, I thought he was terrific tonight. But also there were some breakdowns, and, and it, you know, that's just all of us trying to learn to get better. I mean, he's, you know, you think about the, 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 the steps Spence has made to grow his game and, and uh, think about his future next year and what he can be, and that's pretty exciting. It's been a wild league. It's been a good league this year, and now you head down the stretch with three to play, home to San Francisco Thursday at St. Mary's next Saturday, and a lot to be decided before we all head down to Las Vegas, and it should be a thrilling tournament because this league has proven that on most nights you're going to see results that some you thought you saw coming and some you did not. And everybody will feel some level of confidence going in uh, to that tournament, which is only a few weeks away now, Coach. Yep. All right, we'll see you back in town. That's Mark Pope, and we'll wrap it up when we come back to Spokane after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Utah is a special place. Listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Gonzaga defeats BYU by a final score of 88 to 81. The number 16 team in the country prevails on a 54 point second half. They scored 34 in the first half, trailed by three at the break. They outscored BYU by 10 in the second half, outscoring BYU 54 to 44 and win it by seven. In so doing, Zags go to 21 and 5, 10 and 2 in league, and the Kooks fall to 16 and 12, 6 and 7 in league in Division I games. BYU's 14 and 12. Uh, BYU's NIT candidacy uh, appears to be on the wane. Uh, they would need uh, certainly a win at St. Mary's and uh, maybe even advancing as far as the title game in Vegas to be back in that situation. The NCAA tournament exists only with a WCC tournament championship in Las Vegas. And uh, who knows? I mean, the way things have gone this year in this league and as well as BYU has played Gonzaga and St. Mary's in three opportunities, uh, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise anybody if any team really kind of got hot in Vegas and gave the Gales and the Zags more of a challenge than they've been getting in recent seasons. But that's a few weeks away, so that remains to be seen. Wrapping up our BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. BYU, is, BYU last had a non winning record in conference play in the final season of the Steve Cleveland era back in 2004-2005, so 18 years ago. Uh, Dave Rose never had a non-winning record in the Mountain West Conference, and uh, Mark Pope has not had a non-winning record in three seasons of WCC play, but BYU at 6-7 and seven would need to win out to have a winning record in conference play this year, and winning out would mean beating Santa Clara at home, beating St. Mary's on the road, and beating San Francisco at home. Anything other than that, and BYU will have a non-winning record in conference play in their final season in the West Coast Conference, not exactly the springboard into Big 12 competition you envision, but such is life. BYU at 6-7 and seven with three conference games remaining. 
Mark Durant, uh, final words from the uh, from the color commentary seat tonight. <laughs> well, I thought BYU was terrific tonight. What a great basketball game. They played hard. They played well. They played well enough to win. And they're, they're, it's, it's tough luck. I mean, it's a tough luck group. They've had certainly had some great chances for some big wins, and it just has not gone their way. But, man, they, 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 I thought they played great. And, and I like these guys, and, and I'm excited to see how they can finish this season. Uh, that, that was hard. You know, Mark Pope has to – can't say anything bad about the referees. I can say all I want bad about – I thought they were they were not – it wasn't right. I mean, the, the number of fouls and Gonzaga shot 24 free throws in that second half, and Gonzaga doesn't need help. You know, they, they don't need help to be good. They don't need help to win games. And, and, you know, maybe BYU loses the game regardless, but I don't like it when officials are a part of how games turn out. They, they need to – just officiate they can't be a factor in the game and i thought at least in the last minute they were a factor in that game and one of the officials a couple of those calls late that were just completely phantom there's no other explanation to me that he's just sticking it to byu because he was unhappy with maybe coach pope getting in his ear all night i i don't know but that that kind of bugs me but i thought it was a great basketball game and byu should be super proud i like these guys and and, sh- and they just need to build on it they just need to build on it and i know the season's coming to an end but uh, th- there's some really good players on this team. They showed me a lot tonight. Uh, I like them, and I, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for BYU fans. Shout out uh, to Bruce Shumway, great BYU fan, uh, and uh, has a great daughter too. So uh, shout out to all BYU fans for sticking with these guys. These guys deserve it. They're working hard. Uh, I keep supporting them. I know it's frustrating, but uh, they're, they're giving it their all, and, and they, they, play, they just played great tonight. How hard has BYU's luck been, as Mark references the hard luck Cougs? Well, the Cougs have lost 12 games this year. Ten of the 12 losses have been by eight points or fewer. So, you know, a two-to-three possession game, ten of 12 losses this year. It's been just that close for BYU. In the Ken Palm luck ratings, and yes, luck can be defined quantitatively, uh, BYU's around 340th of around 350-plus teams in luck rating, which basically says <laughs> your, your numbers say you should win this many games. And when you don't win that many games, your luck rating goes down, and that's where BYU's been this year. A lot of close games going the other way, and so it was tonight that Gonzaga outscores BYU by 10. Again, in the closing minutes of the game, it happened in Provo. It happened again tonight in Spokane. Zags win it 88-81. to That'll do it. Let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson, our engineer, Barry Squires, our coordinating producer, of course, Terry South, in the studio, Jason Shepard as the intern, Caleb Hatch, on the operations side of things, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill and BYU's associate AD for corporate sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. That's everyone back in town. Here courtside, appreciation to BYU's men's basketball communications director, Tyson Jex, to his counterpart for, on the Gonzaga side, Barrett Henderson. And thanks to Barrett for setting up our pregame interviews with Coach Brian Michelson. Always a good, cha- always a good time chatting with Coach Michelson. Our thanks to Tyson and our thanks to BYU's Mark Pope joining us pregame and postgame. We also heard from Nick Robinson in our pregame conversation with Shep as well earlier in the broadcast. So for all of those folks, heavy thank yous. And to my caller commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, thank you to him as well. Mark and I back with you from the Marriott Center on Thursday when it's BYU and Santa Clara in Provo. So until then, my name is Greg Grubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Spokane, Washington. Live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. 
Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.